It's the Business Casual Nerd Podcast, Alpha 5, Holiday Extravaganza! Woo! Yeah, that's right. We're going to be PC. Holiday Extravaganza. What we really mean is Christmas Extravaganza, because that's what Brad and I celebrate. No offense to anyone celebrating Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, I don't know what the other holidays, Diwali. Although I do use Hanukkah paper. Oh yeah, you do. So we celebrate all of it. Brad and I personally celebrate Christmas, so really... It's the Christmas extravaganza, but for everyone else, holiday extravaganza. So we are live from Brad's condo. We are in the living room. We have the Christmas tree behind us. The lights are on. The lights in the house are low. The fireplace candle is burning. You can hear it. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Uh, we are consuming bourbon and rum. Woohoo. Tink. Uh, yeah, it's good. So uh, how are you, buddy? Good. <laughs> <laughs> As you take a sip. It's been a little bit since we recorded. I think uh, Alpha 4 is in the wild. Finally. Uh, yeah, getting some good feedback from people. Uh, how are things with you? Uh, good. About yeah. the same. Just busy. Ready? Working for the uh, holiday break? Working for the weekend. Brad uh, works in education, so he's got that lovely holiday Hello. break, that that extended time off that none of us in the uh, business world get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we really need that soundboard. I know. So, uh... Did some uh, Christmas shopping tonight at the mall. It was busy in Nashville, but it was a good time. Did you buy anything? I bought dinner. That was that doesn't it. really count. Yeah. So Alpha Four. How do you how do you feel that that went? I didn't like the sound as much, but yeah. I think that was me screwing up when I set it all up. I think it was okay. I think you're always very difficult on yourself in that regards because you you do sound. Because I do sound. Yeah, you do sound and, and lighting and all that good stuff. So you're you're uh, extra critical, but I think it, it was pretty good. So we're going to try to make this episode a little shorter because they've we've noticed a trend. They've gradually been getting longer. Oops. We enjoy talking, obviously. Also haven't received any feedback, good or bad. So I don't know. May not be a bad thing. Maybe it's just bad on our part. Longer longer for us to edit. I think the key note from that should be give us feedback. Oh, yeah. Good call. Uh, yeah. That's, this is a good, good opportunity. Good segue to uh, plug the businesscasualnerd.com. Twitter at biz. Casual nerd, B-I-Z, casual nerd, let us know. Or if you obviously know Brad and I personally, shoot us a text, give us a phone call, write us a letter. Handwritten, I don't want that email crap. Okay, you heard it here, don't email Brad. (laughs) I want a handwritten letter, calligraphy with a stamp. I actually don't want a handwritten letter, because then I don't want to have to decipher your chicken scratch. You're not a doctor. That is smooth. What, that rum? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good, actually. I'm going to pour myself some more. Uh, So we're going to try to keep our podcast holiday themed so we're actually gonna you're probably gonna get if you don't like christmas you're gonna hate this episode because it's gonna be holiday music holiday movies holiday games that's not really a thing but games that we got for christmas as a kid growing up tech we bought ourselves apple watches for christmas this year well yep. you bought yours much poor much earlier than christmas but i bought myself one for christmas you know, it was an early christmas it was an early christmas so yeah it's gonna be christmas all the way through because like stanley said if we had a sound machine right now we would cut to Stanley from the office saying, Christmas is Christmas is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but alas, we don't have a sound machine because this is a low-budget production. That's where you come in. Tell five friends or you'll get seven years of bad luck. Tell five friends or you get seven bad presents. Ooh. If Hanukkah, that only leaves you with one good one. Look at Brad dropping in the Christmas reference, the holiday reference. <laughs> I said this was going to be a holiday and you're going to be sick and tired of it by the time it's over. Look at Brad keeping it on point. Uh, I try. Yeah, that's why he's the main man. All right, so we're going to move right in. 
to holiday music. We're gonna go. Here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to give you the table of contents. We're going to do our three favorite Christmas songs. Okay. Then we're going to go into our least favorite Christmas song. We're not going to do three. We're going to try to stay positive. Obviously, it's Brad and I, so we got to have some amount of bitching in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to stay current event style. We're going to talk about some Christmas songs that are getting the snub from the mainstream this year because they are triggering people. And some of, why are they not getting the snub? True. And uh, I'm going to throw in a, a, a bonus surprise question that Brad doesn't know the answer to. The others, we've uh, prepared our, our list for our favorite and our worst. I'm a little this scared. A surprise one. And then we'll move on to a different topic. So we're going to start with our favorite Christmas songs. I'll chime in with my number one. Uh, these, or at least mine, are not in particular order. One, two, and three. I don't really have like a favorite Christmas song, but these are three right. of my favorite Christmas songs. So we'll go with that. Um, we'll start with Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. You know right there from the get-go it's going to be good. Just the bells. Just the bells right there. Well, it's piano, but... Bells will be ringing. And then you get the sweet, sweet sound of Don Henley serenading you. Oh, what a Christmas to have the blues. My baby's gone. It is a good one. It's a great song. I like it. I like how it has that little, like, I don't know, kind of like doo Yeah. I like to it, so. It's been featured in tons of movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's in one of the Home Alones. Yep. Uh, I could be totally wrong on that, but yeah. Anyway, it's a good one. I love that song. I don't know why. I love the Eagles, so I'm always a fan of, of the Henley. Of the Henley. Of the Henley. <laughs> Coincidentally, I'm wearing a Henley shirt right now, not named after Don Henley. Just in sure? case you were curious. Well, I don't know that. I mean, I could Wikipedia it right now, but he, he might, I'm going to but... assume... I mean, maybe he is a pioneer, not only in uh, one of the greatest selling rock bands of all time, the Eagles, but he also designed a t-shirt <laughs> called the Henley. <laughs> I mean, he, he, you know what? He seems egotistical enough that he would name a shirt after himself. It used to just be called long sleeve, lazy t-shirt. And he wore enough that they're like, oh, that's the Henley. We're going to call that, you know, they, they like took it. They tried a different bunch of different names. Like we're going to call this the ticket to the limit. Like they tried to eagle theme it. <laughs> this is called the Ho- Hotel California Tea. None of those works. And then finally they're just like, oh, fuck. Let's just go with the Henley. Fair enough. I like it. Okay, cool. Dad jokes for the win. Hey, All right. Hit me with your uh, your first pick. Oh, it's the it's the one that if you find one person who hates this song, I will fight them in an alley. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love this song? Well, first off, who doesn't love Charlie Bryant? I can't think of anyone. So, we showed the boys Charlie Brown Christmas last weekend. Did you? Yeah. And we watch all the Christmas, or all the holiday peanut specials. Of course. We've got the the Great Pumpkin. We've got Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, the sound, the score is so good. The Vince Giraldi trio. Yeah, it's just classic. That's one I always try to like put on when I'm decorating the tree. Uh, if I don't hear that one before Christmas, it makes me a little cranky, and I have to make sure that I go find it on Christmas. Yeah. When I was a kid, I always like envisioned having like nice dinner parties at my house. That would have with, to be with, in the like music playing, yeah. and then for the holidays, I'd have some nice, you know, just some nice, classy, like white Christmas lights strewn about the house. The lights dim in that plane while everyone 
<laughs> you know, had a little swanky, some urdevours. <laughs> some liqueur and some spirits. Everyone's got a, and, a red or dark red. Yeah. It's a very like late eighties, early nineties movies. Velvet you know, scene dinner Velvet party. jacket. Yeah. Why did I think velour? And uh I mean, it's like a Russian velour. mob. Fucking <laughs> Kardashians aren't at my Christmas party, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a velour tracksuit. <laughs> my bad. Okay. Anyway, uh so I'm gonna take it to a completely different direction. We both are. It, oh yeah, that's true. This is yeah. that's right. I forgot. Yeah, thank you. This is our shared number two pick. All right, just hit it. This is actually sampled in yeah. another song. Can we call up DMC and ask him to play this whole thing? You've got his, you've got his contact info, right? Yeah. Now I'm going to name drop. So when I toured, like we've talked about in previous episodes, I toured with the country artist. Uh, one, of, one of the highlights of the tour, got to meet a handful of, of quote-unquote celebrities, if you will, <laughs> uh, you know, various like athletes and stuff. But uh, we played in New York City down in Times Square at the Best Buy Theater. Cool venue right in the heart of Times Square. And... Uh, DMC from Run DMC came out to the show. We had two nights there, and he came out both nights. And I was telling Brad earlier tonight when we were discussing this list, quite possibly the cool one of the coolest people I've ever met as far as someone that's quote-unquote a celebrity. Super humble, super friendly guy. Just hung out with us backstage, like came during the middle of the day, hung out with us the whole day, telling us all these awesome stories about Run DMC, like coming up in the music industry, working with Aerosmith, all this cool stuff. Anyway, super nice guy. I have an awesome selfie that I think I'll try to link to and put in the show notes with him, where he, of course, like, he'll be, like, sitting and talking to you about, like, kids and family and, like, wanting to know, you know, about you and, and you know, your fam- your family life and everything, what you do off the road, and then, you know, you, you do a selfie with him, and he, like, puts on this, like, puts on his, his street face, and <laughs> he's throwing up the devil horns, and <laughs> he looks all mean and everything, like, it, he, he is just a superb human being, really cool guy, he actually is a huge comic book fan. Oh, really? And he started his own comic book line. Oh. I don't know if it ever took off or if it ever really got released. But, uh, I'll have to look that up. I, he gave, I even got a like cool shirt from him with his uh, DMC comics. Nice. Um, so it's pretty cool. But yeah, really, really, really cool guy. And I, I just have always loved DMC as far as like their, their history and music. That's um, cool. And their impact in music. So Yeah, anyway, personal connection with that pick number two for Brad and I. And I name dropped. I live in Nashville, so of course I'm going to name drop. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Night is complete. It's all downhill from here, folks. All right, so I'm going to just go ahead and drop in my pick three, and I'm going to cheat on this one. I'm admitting it straight up front. Uh, and this is all complete nostalgia sentimental for me. I'm going to go with uh, Alabama, their Christmas album. Come on, Grew up on country music in Indiana. Every time, like Christmas morning, while we decorated the tree, always had this album on. We were huge Alabama fans in our house. So most most of this album is originals. There's a few, like Christmas and Dixie, that are like old Christmas songs uh, that a bunch of people have cut. Most of them are original songs. I'm not going to say every song is a winner. They're pretty cheesy if you listen to them oh, now. because they're Very were the cheesy. 80s. They're super cheesy. Uh, so I'm not going to say everyone's going to love this. But if you love country music, Alabama... They're a staple in country music. It's a great album. Yeah. So that's my pick. Tender Tennessee Christmas. 
We're in Tennessee, so are we? I think. You sure we're not in Nashville, Indiana? We always talk about that. It's like a running gag. I would have run myself over with my own car by now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd be an Indiana driver, so it'd be possible. Yeah. I just love Randy's voice. Yeah, it's pretty good. For Alabama. I mean, I've always loved Alabama, but Randy and their harmonies are always so good. Oh, yeah. Like, they're pop country. Like, they're the start of pop country for me. Yeah. Anyway. That's that's I'll get off my Alabama soapbox. Uh, they had a follow up Christmas album. I cannot vouch for that because I have not listened to it. Um, I'll go back. This is the one from the eighties. Like I said, most of the songs listen to them now. They're fairly cheesy. A little bit. Most Christmas songs are cheesy. Let's be honest. For the most part, yeah, they are. All right. All right. You queuing up your pick three? Yep. All right, you pick three. I feel like this yeah, is like a weird this... lotto ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Your winning numbers are 42, 17, and 40. I didn't get a single one of those. Of course not. It's a lottery. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Brad and I are just making sound effects since we don't have that sound effect machine. Yeah, one day. I know. <sighs> one day. Maybe by beta. Maybe that Christmas. <gasps> that's Maybe what, that's I what we gift the Business Casual Nerd Podcast is for the sound Christmas. machine. Uh, mm, maybe we should our ask our significant others. To ourselves. To ourselves, because no one's <laughs> listening. <laughs> our list to our five listeners. So, listeners, if you know how to create a soundboard and want to just give it to us, please do. All right, so my number three is, um, everyone knows it from Home Alone. And then at work, me and Chris always had this running gag of we were going to do it during an assembly over a mic and just either interrupt the thing or True. like do it and have the kids try to guess who was doing it. At the school. The problem but is the kids was... don't really know Brad and I that much, at least right. back when we used to work together. Yeah. Brad's still there. I'm not. But uh, yeah, so we were like, this is going to fall flat because nobody's going to guess Either of us, because they hardly ever see us. Which, last year, they ended up guessing me for one of them. And I was oh, like, that's true. Uh, no, I'm I'm right here. That is true. <laughs> or yeah. they, they think that some of the teachers are singing it, but they're staring at them, not singing. That but is true. Anyway, so my number three pick goes for this. I'll try not to sing along. I can't hear this song. Without thinking of the scene in Home Alone. Like, yeah, it's I know. such an iconic scene. I, know, I think that's why I like it so Smack much. the aftershave on the face. Yeah. I really think we could have talked um, a couple of, like, one of the security guys and probably one of the teachers into doing this so who we could do the four, full four part. Who are those four weird-looking gentlemen? <laughs> oh, the two tech guys, security guard, and maintenance guy. <laughs> <laughs> We actually listened to this earlier, and I said to Brad, I love this song, but I'm kind of irritated now because Geico has this commercial, this stupid, stupid radio commercial about a barbershop quartet playing basketball, and they sing, like, barbershop quartet four or five-part harmony. And I'm like, now that's all I hear when I hear, like, you know, good barbershop or doo-wop harmonies. <laughs> this is the first time in podcast history I've ever mentioned doo-wop twice in a podcast. If I was ever not born in the 80s, I think I would have wanted to be born in the 40s so I could grow up in the 50s. Yeah, with the doo-wop. Yeah, that would have been just You great. do love 50s music. I do. I love 50s music. I love 50s clothes. I don't wear them because it's 2018, but... <laughs> now I just want to reference when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. I don't <laughs> know why. I don't even know if that's the 50s. jet all the way. 
all right, we're going to move on to, so that was our, our three favorite Christmas songs in no order. Uh, Except we have the honorable mention. I'm pulling it up now. Oh, you have an honorable mention. Okay. Yeah, remember in the car. Uh, we talked about a lot of things in the car. Uh, that's true, but... Uh, Ooh, you know what? We just need to record our car conversation to like include oh. in one of our podcasts sometimes because you know Brad and I, we don't discuss a ton of our podcasts coming into it because we want it to be live and, and genuine reactions have a flow with a conversation but, yeah, and, and a flow so we don't we try not to discuss too much of it obviously we give we we come up with an outline together that way we're not uh 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 you know sitting here wasting time and a that saves us a ton of time in the back end editing it but also we don't want it to be awkward and jarring but so anyway we do discuss some things prior obviously but and we came up with this about two hours ago. We didn't know the whole album existed. We knew certain songs oh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's coming back now. It I was gotcha. like, oh, this. Yeah, I really liked it. it. I don't think it cracks the top three because we just now know it. But oh, this is fantastic. So this this kind of goes back to Alpha Four, our last episode where we were talking about favorite songs from '92. Yep. Uh, and Brad and I both grew up on '90s country because that was just big. You know, we we're both we we're very similar in age, a couple years apart. Uh, and one of the big artists was Dwight Yoakam. Yep. That uh, that Bakersfield sound, the, the second coming of Buck Owens. Uh, so bringing that California country. <laughs> Buck Owens and Elvis. Yeah, a little bit. And we found out that, that Dwight made a Christmas album. And it's very much Elvis for the one that I picked. Very Elvis. Just listening to it makes my lip curl up. <laughs> Got a very like uh, Chris Isaac. Yes, Chris Isaac's Elvis Presley. It's kind of Chris Isaac's made the backing track, but, but it's and also Elvis like the Mavericks. Sang. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I'm definitely going to be listening to this like tomorrow at work. Anyway. Uh, let's go to least favorite Christmas song. I think we share this one too, right? Uh, yeah, we do. And I don't know if it's like my least favorite Christmas song, but it's one that I don't really care for. It is. I, I don't know if I can like much like if I have a favorite. I don't know if I have a l- absolute least favorite, but it's one of the ones that I, I it's... if it's on the radio, I'll change the station. Like the now. I mean, again, hearkening back to the last episode, it's not Four Non Blondes' level of, of hatred. I don't know. I pretty much despise this song. So sorry, Paul McCartney. You just kind of sucked. Yeah, you shit the bed on this one. <laughs> and I'm sure there's going to be some listener that's like, man, I like that song. And that's fine. There's another one he shit the bed on, too, but I don't remember what it is. Uh, yeah, I just... I, I don't like any of it. Like, I don't like that stupid synth. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, I don't like that song. Uh, yeah. So, we're, yeah. we again, we're going to try to keep it positive for the most part because it's the uh, holiday extravaganza yep. episode, Alpha 5. And uh, so we're only going to do one song that we don't really care for. But we are going to move on to... That's actually the only one that I don't care for at yeah, this I moment. Think that, for the most part. Uh, we're going to move on to some current events. So I don't know if you know this, Brad, but right now... Um, oh, I know. There are... That's true. You you did put it in the you did put it in our outline. There are some songs that are are getting some grief. Well, mostly one song that's getting some grief. Baby, it's cold outside. 
getting some grief from uh, radio. It's not getting played on radio stations because it's kind of a rapey song. It is in the present day context. It is a rapey song. That's true. That's a good way of looking at it. When it was written, it was not a rapey song. That's true. It was kind of tongue in cheek and ah, what what's going on? Yeah. Why don't Why don't you stay? It's cold outside. Why don't you stay over here and we'll we'll do unspeakable things. See and <laughs> did you no? just try to add a hey see? Yeah, I did because yeah, you know it's like 1950s, <laughs> maybe four. I don't even know when that was written. Hey, baby, you might as well just stay inside. See. <laughs> I've got a special snake oil. It'll keep you warm from the inside. <laughs> it may be cold outside, but hey. <laughs> snake oil. Wow. Well, I know. I was taking it way back. It, maybe it's the Red Dead Redemption coming out in me because <laughs> that's just been every, everything everyone's been talking about. But. Oh, I was thinking like snake oil. Oh, 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 this is, I was going to say oil. this is a PG podcast, but fuck no, it's not. PG podcast. We have an explicit tag. That is true. <laughs> Take that, Tipper Gore. <laughs> See if the, that's a reference ninety percent of you won't get. But so, uh, baby, it's cold outside. What you you disagree, right? You don't. You don't I think don't, it's fair. I understand that if they hear the song, it brings up feelings that make them uncomfortable. I get that. Yeah. And th- there's enough streaming services now. If you want to hear a song and it's not on the radio, go stream it. You can find it on YouTube. True. It's not that hard to find the song. If a radio station doesn't want to play something, they don't play something. If you don't like it, listen to another radio station. But the backlash coming at a song that's been 70 years old in a completely different time that took everything in a different context. Like back then, everyone's like, hey, you're happy. See, everyone's gay. Now you say that it means something completely different. You, you just got our podcast banned. Sweet. <laughs> in one fell swoop. And that up the viewership. <laughs> yeah, a banning will do great things for ratings. Yeah. Um No, All but publicity like that, is good publicity. But like that, that has a whole different context. That word has a different context. Yeah, context no, that's a good point. now than it did then. Same thing with this song. It didn't mean what it sounds like it means now. Oh, you wait. could argue it could, but just just checking, baby, it's cold outside. That's not something I'm going to find on Urban Dictionary. That's not like some weird sex thing, right? It probably is now. <laughs> okay. Because we mentioned it to get banned. Just um, checking. But <laughs> Okay, just checking. But, it, yeah, it's I can see where it's causing people to not want to hear it. That's cool. But there shouldn't be such a backlash of, ah, burn everything that ever listens to the song. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with you. I mean, for the most part, I've never really cared for that song. Not because of the lyrics. I just don't really like Yeah, like, it's, it's just, it's I don't just like weird. the campy like back and forth delivery like I, I just never really cared for it anyways i like the delivery i just didn't think it was that greatly written yeah it's okay i mean i you know i'm with you i get it like you know if heaven forbid you are a victim of state rape or some type of assault and you don't like this song because it brings up bad thoughts totally get it yeah because there's probably a lot of trigger songs out there that are songs that can trigger you and i totally understand and i'm empathetic to that uh i i'm also empathetic to a songwriter that writes a song with complete good intentions doesn't you know mean for it to come across and it's also like you said a different time frame i mean i right i get that you know and i think the counter argument to that is well think of like a racial epitaph that we would say about someone well that was a different time frame you hear that right. a lot well, it was a different time we said stuff like that right i think that's a completely different argument like what i said earlier it meant a completely different thing in the right 20s 30s right exactly so i mean i think that 
that is an argument that's valid here, but not valid in other uses. You hear people say that all the time. Well, it was a different time. And I, I think you can still be wrong. I don't think this song, it, it was explicitly condoning date rape, condoning coercion into, you know, sex and stuff like that. I, I just don't. I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it was. I just it's don't like, think it's a great song. It's like the Canadian anthem just got changed. Right. Things change over time. If the song's not played, you get over it. If it is played, at the same well, time, don't at, listen At this to point, it. it's been played enough that whoever needs to make money off of that has made their fair share oh, yeah, of money. Yeah. <laughs> it's been around long enough in popular I wonder if it's enough, in public but... domain now. Yeah, probably. We just wanted to have a topical question for once. No, I think that's good. I, I like it. I think it was it was good. You know, we're not going to sit on here and debate politics and stuff like that, but I think stuff like that's fun. And no matter what, I can make a really good devil's advocate. <laughs> I think we both can. I think that can be our downfall for both of us is that we can <laughs> both we can see all sides yeah. to a lot of arguments. Uh, so that leads me to my bonus surprise question. Staying in that same vein, uh, what is your creepiest holiday song? Oh, what what is the creepiest outside of? Or, or, yeah, we're gonna Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm yeah, talking about like was, traditional Christmas song, like creepy. creepiest or like oh. when you like go into the words, you're like, yeah, that that's weird. Like, like I don't know. No, like, it's got to be Santa Baby. <laughs> so we that that did come up. <laughs> that actually didn't spark me wanting to put this in our show notes, but uh, we did talk about that ironically in the car tonight on the way to the mall to do our Christmas shopping. Uh, Brad's wife does not like the song Santa Baby, and I. Don't blame her in the slightest. The song is creepy as all get out. It's, it's weird. It's like, hey, Santa, come down the chimney and rail me. <laughs> like, like she it, just really knows what she's into, and that's fine. It she's it, it almost has like a Betty Boop like boop, yeah, boop, it's, doop. like it's just I don't know. It's a weird song. Eartha Kitt was uh, a strange, strange lady. But then like it that thought like entered my head of like some Christmas songs are actually kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. And so then I started going down the rabbit hole of, like, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Daddy looked a lot like Santa. We heard that at the mall. I don't know. Yeah, I did. Plane, I was singing but... along to it. Yeah. Uh, there's some weird Christmas songs. Like, there's just some weird ones out there. So it just made me go down that rabbit hole a little bit. So I thought I'd hit that, throw that out there for you and, and, and see what you thought. But, yeah, I think Santa Baby might be mine, too, just because it's, it feels like it's like a burlesque dancer song or like a stripper. Like, yeah, it just like <laughs> as she's singing it, I feel like clothes are coming off. Like I just and I'm not saying that like some weird twisted fantasy. Like it just it's not a good thing. Uh, it, it's I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, so we'll move on from there. Um, and we'll just go straight into. <laughs> so on our previous episode, we did shower thoughts. And I don't know. We haven't heard enough feedback to know if they're they were good or bad or if you liked them or not. But Brad and I are huge fans of shower thoughts. We discussed them in our last episode. What they are? They're just those stupid thoughts that enter your mind while you're in the shower, mowing the lawn, just doing those mindless things. And you think of work funny thoughts. Things. No, yeah, not work thoughts. What? No, not work <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, you're probably working while you're at work. Brad was like, "Ooh, I, you know, I think Brad and I were talking about the episode, and we wanted to make it all holiday related. We were like, oh, what if there's holiday shower thoughts out there?'" And Christmas shower thoughts. We're, we're sure like, there were. You know, we we're like, I'm sure there are. So started looking some up. And uh, so we'll, we'll hit you up with uh, just a handful. Uh, Brad has not heard any of these. I did the research on these and I found them tonight. And of course, I'm like crying, laughing. And this could be interesting, folks. I'm going to take a drink real quick. 
All right, so shower thought number one. I tried to put these in order to where I could get Brad laughing the hardest as we go. So <laughs> I, I, I think Gee, I know thanks. Brad fairly well. So the first one is Santa only has to perform one day of the year and gets praised by kids like he's the greatest thing on earth. Truth be told, when you take a step back and look at the guy, he's just an overly hyped fat dude in a red suit. <laughs> well, you know, not bad, right? No, that was, that was pretty good. All right, so that was number one. Number two. In movies where Santa exists and the parents don't believe in him, where the fuck did they think the presents were coming from? <laughs> <laughs> I'd never thought about well that. Well played. I've thought about that before, but not long enough to actually think about it later. <laughs> right? So that one's pretty good. I'm going to wait till you to get done pouring this drink to hit you with the third. Sorry, Matthew. We're drinking all your rum. Oh, and it's so good. This was... Uh... Bachelor Party 2 rum. Uh, today was my cheat day, obviously, because I had Chick-fil-A. On top of that, I had a holiday milkshake. Oh, man, that thing was good. It's so good. And All right. now I'm having bourbon and rum. I'm going to plug Burger King because that Oreo peppermint milkshake was fantastic. It really was. And uh, Brad and I both were like, when's the last time we ate a fucking Burger King? But <laughs> uh, it was really, it was worth it. All right, so I'm going to hit you with number three. Santa probably regrets giving coal to all those naughty kids now that global warming is threatening his habitat. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> we try not to get too political, but come on, I had to throw a global warming joke good. in there, okay? And then this one is so uncouth, but it made me laugh so hard. And I don't know, maybe it just hit me funny, but prosthetic legs make perfect stocking stuffers. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but <laughs> so not not cool. But uh, no, I mean, I, prosthetic legs are cool. Uh, but <laughs> here comes our first complaint. Yeah, yeah, that that might be the one that actually. No, I don't think so. That, that's just funny. Oh. We, don't, we don't mean anything by it, but <laughs> right. That's a pretty good one, right? That's the, all right. That one's winning. That one's winning. <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> we'll move right along because I, you know, we we had good intentions of trying to be quick, but of course we're not at all. Sorry, we I just love to talk now. <laughs> we just love to talk. So we're gonna move on to real quick uh, Christmas Ooh. movies. Hit me with your. Uh, we don't even have to say three. Do you have a number one favorite Christmas movie? Oh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, mine too. Hands, Hands down. down. Hands down. I think we both just said that at the exact same time because there's there's no comparison. Yeah, it was it's fantastic. It's the best one. And honestly, it's like to the point that I put it on Thanksgiving night. Oh yeah. Like once we make that switch. Yep. It's like my go-to. I'll watch it like four or five times. We watched it putting up the tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you and Blair did. Yeah. Or well, I was here, but while you and Blair were decorating your tree, yeah, it was on. It's the uh, same way for Aubrey and I at our house. Like it's our go-to Christmas movie. We'll watch it four or five times at least during Christmas. It's just one of those ones where it's like, throw it on. I still laugh out loud at part. I've seen that movie. I can't even count how many times I've seen that movie. I still laugh out oh, loud. Oh, I still laugh out loud every time it shitters full. Yeah. <laughs> so many one-liners. I, I, I truly think it's like the epitome of comedic genius. It's so good. I think everyone can relate to it oh, in yeah. so many ways. Like if you have a big family, if you have a crazy family, crazy big family. It doesn't even matter. If you check, have, check, and check. Yeah, even if you have a little family, you know, uh, it, you still can relate in some way. Oh, yeah. To, to any of it. Um, yeah, it's so many quotable lines. 
Uh, kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss uh, your ass. So Happy great. Hanukkah. It's, like a, it's so many iconic characters. I mean, just everybody. I mean, from Aunt Bethany to, to you Leonard, mentioned or, Betty Boop earlier. Random fact. Oh, she yeah, was that's Betty true. Boop. Yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, even like now, Johnny Galecki being you know. Oh being, yeah. Being Leonard on uh, Big Bang Big Theory. Bang Theory for 12, 13 years now. He has said in interviews that he everything he ever learned about comedy he learned from being on the set mm-hmm. of that movie Christmas Vacation. Yep. Where he was Russ. Just by being with Chevy Chase, who, by all accounts, is a raging asshole, but he's brilliant in that movie. Yeah. yeah I mean, he just, like, his gags in that movie, just, uh, yeah, he plays it so well. They're great. Uh, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's got everything from, like, like the feel-good, like like we talked about, like, everyone can relate to the family stuff, to just the slapstick of him getting slapped in the face with the, the pieces of wood in the attic. Like, it's yeah. got every aspect of comedy in it, and I think that's why it's, like, so universally appealing. Yeah. Like I love slapstick comedy. My wife doesn't really care for slapstick comedy, but uh, there's still mine parts doesn't that either. She loves, yeah, because there's parts that aren't slapstick. And she, Blair didn't like it originally, and then the more I make her watch it, it's kind of growing on her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any runners up? I know so many people hate this movie, and it's not that great of a movie. But it's on a Christmas story. You can catch it at any time. And still follow through. Like, it's so many little stories just combined. Yeah. That you can start it whenever and you're fine. I think it's, it did bomb when it came out in the 80s. It had some weird cult resurgence. TBS started showing it and that's when it really caught. For some reason, just watching that film makes me happy. I think there's always that point sometime in your life where you're like, Christmas is going to be great that everything starts shitting on you. (laughs) I mean, that's Christmas vacation in a nutshell, too. Right. But that's more over the top. Like, this one was more like, okay, yeah, that, oh, okay, yeah, that, too. oh, yeah, I know what he's, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That movie, for me. And I like the way it's, like, the, I like the way that it's written and how it's laid out and how it flows. and Yeah. I like it. It's one of those movies that I, I like it. I don't know if I think it deserves the 24-hour marathon. Like, I don't know. I'm torn on that movie. The problem like is, it. if you pick a better movie and play it for 24 hours, somebody's going to watch it, so yeah. you might as well just play something that everyone can catch at any point. I, I mean, I, yeah, I get it. I think we're at the point where where National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation could be probably played 24 hours, because it's become, like, in the lexicon of, yeah. of pop culture, it's become right up there, like, yeah. you know, there's Christmas ornaments made about it, just like there are with Christmas stories. But it's not as family-friendly as a- and Christmas stories. right. It's swearing, it's got, yeah, it's definitely got some moments that are not... Uh, PG. Uh, so yeah, you're, you're very true in that in that regard. Uh, another one that I I loved Home Alone as a kid. Yeah, that was my that would be my uh, that would be the I second above above Christmas Story. But yeah, I I think the big ones are going to be like we talked about Christmas Vacation. I think you're gonna have Christmas Story. I think you're gonna have Home Alone. I think you're gonna have the Grinch in one medium or another because it's been released multiple times. It was okay. I I was never really big I, on the Grinch. Well, yeah, but you got people that love the Jim Carrey one. Me, not so much. Nope. Uh, I, I love the original animated one, like yeah. the Charlie Brown. I like it. I don't love it. You have a handful of, of Christmas movies. Home Alone is one of those, like, now as an adult when I watch it, you know, as a kid, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was hysterical. I watched it. I really just, like, got through 90% of the movie just so I could watch the part where Kevin beats the yeah. bandits up, you know, and, and tortures them, which is basically like, it, it was the, the early beginnings of Saw. It was yeah. torture porn. <laughs> and we we and we have line they shouldn't really be one liners, but we've used them at work in enough context that someone's like, Oh really? Not again. 
Right, yeah. Like, the it's the bad shoes? guys. Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? It's the way. Yeah, exactly. The, the, yeah, I mean, they have so many silly lines, and they're so, like, slapstick over the top. But oh, yeah. That movie now, as I've grown up and I have kids of my own, I'm like, holy shit, they're horrible parents. Oh, they are awful. Like, his mom, like, I can remember my mom. So, I grew up with just my mom. Like, I have half-brothers, but as far as my mom goes, I was her only biological child. And it just her and I growing up, and, like, she loved that movie because it was about this, like, mother trying to get home to her child. and like <laughs> Only because she screwed up. And, and, but... Now, as an adult, I watch it, and I'm like, she's such a horrible mother. She's so bad to her kid. Oh, yeah. Like, she's she's awful. Yeah, she was horrible. It's such a, I don't know. It, it's Again, it's one of those movies where I'm like, it's really not a good movie. But, of course, like, it's there's the nostalgia. And, and I like to think, oh, she learned from the mistake. They became better <laughs> parents. And fuck no. <laughs> No, because Hollywood had to milk a sequel out of it. Well, actually, they milked a bunch of them, but with that same cast, they milked at least one more sequel out of it, and it got even more preposterous, and she became even more of a shitty parent. <laughs> and uh, what I and I was telling this to Blair the other night when you were at work. Blair and I were just hanging out and waiting for you to get home, and we were just talking like Christmas and, and Christmas movies. We were like, you know, to us, like there's a complete no-brainer here. Why has Macaulay Culkin, you know, all strung out child actor that he is now as an adult? Why has he not made a movie as Kevin McAllister from Home Alone Grown up. dealing with the PTSD of being right. left Home Alone? Because you know Kevin became a druggie. You know oh, he became yeah. he became Macaulay Culkin <laughs> because well, he got because, left Home Alone. But the Kevin was Macaulay Culkin. The whole role was written for him. Right. I, I know, but so, uh, again. So no, lit- he Kevin it, would literally become Macaulay I know. Culkin. That's why this seems like such a freaking no-brainer i know why have we not had it's a it's a box office smash oh yeah even if it's just on netflix it's going to be huge i want to think that it's because he has enough somewhere in him enough integrity left to not ruin what was a good thing i I think it would be fucking brilliant i think it'd be great i think it would be if it was done right it would be brilliant it It would would be it would be him in his home, completely barricaded, thinking someone was coming at. You can yeah. make it a weird suspense horror film. Make it like that, uh, uh, Swiss Army Man, like Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. Just some super quirky movie. He's got PTSD. He he's he is himself, so he's all strung out. He's done heroin. He's done all this other shit. He looks horrible. Uh, his parents have probably since died. Yeah. You know, well, the dad that played the dad died. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah. He did. Oh, he passed away he a couple did. years ago. The dad uh, in Home Alone. Uh, so it's... It, it, I, I, uh, Hollywood, come and take this idea. Someone come and take <laughs> this idea. Our five listeners that listen, one of you fucking knows <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I know it. I know. It's probably you, John. I know. You're, you're mowing the lawns at the school. You know Macaulay Culkin. Someone in your family knows Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Alex in New York. Blair, Brad's wife. Somebody, somebody has to know this guy. Somebody knows Macaulay Culkin. Someone <laughs> pitched this idea because I'm sure he's never heard it before. <laughs> anyway. We don't even want the royalties. We just want to see the damn movie. I just want to watch it because <laughs> I think it would be amazing. So tongue in cheek. Like, come on. Anyway, we have digressed big time from our list. So anyway, I think that would be amazing. Uh, worst Christmas movie. Do you have a worst Christmas movie or overrated? Oh. Or one that you just don't Okay, like? it's not bad. I mean, I can watch it every, like, few years but elf is so overrated like it comes on I'm like what the hell is this man that might be the most divisive thing i think you've ever said on this five in the five episodes in we've made i mean that's like, i know i i'm actually i'm actually i know you. people are gonna 
hate me. I'm with you, but, but I know people that are obsessed with that movie. Yeah, and I don't get it. I, I'm with you. I'm like, completely I, I normally like Will Ferrell. I normally like Zoe Deschanel. I just don't really give two craps about that movie. I mean, it, it, it it's got it's moments, okay. but it's yeah. not great. I'm gonna go with a sleeper pick real quick. Just drop. It's not and not a bad I mean, as a like or a we bat. could go down the bat. We could go down the whole discussion of like is a wonder. It's a Wonderful Life a Christmas movie is. Uh, die Hard, a Christmas movie. I was gonna put it in, but I didn't want to cause that. That's a whole nother discussion. Fuck you, Bruce it's been, Willis. It's a Christmas movie. It's been talked over by everybody. Here's my sleeper pick, and it is just like this podcast. It's rated R. Bad Santa. Oh yeah, there you one go. of the best. It's not good. Bad Santa too, because they of course had to cash in and, Never and saw tainted it. something that was great, much like every other great comedy movie in this world. Bad Santa is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob. Is so good in that movie. If you want to watch Billy Bob Thornton, hey, I'm pretty sure that's just him being himself. Oh yeah, just drinking and and being a belligerent drunk. I want to. I don't want to hang out with him. I just want to follow him around for a day. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Just watch him. I don't want him to know I'm there. Fly I just want to kind of see what he does to everyone else. Yeah, I, I've got some Billy Bob stories actually. <laughs> <laughs> another podcast. Yeah, another oh yeah, time. we'll save those. But I, I have Billy Bob stories. Um, We're gonna have a celebrity story day. Uh, it's yeah, gonna be all Chris talking because I don't know anyone. Yeah, we. I don't know any of these people, but I just have. Stories. I I pushed Ben Folds down a staircase almost once. Oh, you fucking dick. Almost. Almost. Okay. Rocking the suburbs, rocking a fucking pair of crutches because Brad beat him up. It was after I met him the first time too. That was the I second. Think I saw time. that on TMZ actually. Oh. The TMZ Nashville when you when you pushed him down a flight of stairs. Oh yeah yeah that one and he landed on his head and cracked it open. That's how he wrote the song of I don't fucking know. Such dick. Uh, anyway, Bad Santa is like my sleeper Christmas pick. Uh, I have that weird relationship with my mother that we both like incredibly ornery things that we should not like, <laughs> uh, and we both like it together. Like we went and saw Jackass in the theaters because we both think that shit's funny. Uh, but Bad I Santa, I still think that's weird. It is weird. I'll be the first to admit it. My mom's cool in that regard. Your mom is cool. But <laughs> Bad Santa, such a good movie. Don't watch it if you have kids around. For the love of God, please don't. We do need it's to like, watch that one this year. It's like bringing your kids to Deadpool in the theater. Brad and I had that happen. Don't do that. Just yeah, bad don't parenting. take your kids That's just to bad parenting. If you're going to take your kids to see Deadpool, at least wait until they do the PG-13 one where they're raising money for cancer and make it for a good cause other there than you, you being a shitty and parent. And they only drop one F-bomb. Right. Okay, let's go on to... Uh, Favorite game you got for Christmas? Uh, this is like a no-brainer for me. Go for it. Mostly just because I'm replaying it right now. I can vividly remember I had to have been 8th grade, maybe 7th grade. I got Ocarina of Time for 64. Uh, uh, my step-grandparents got it for me, and they had a lake house down in Kentucky, so it was like two and a half hours away, and we spent the weekend there, and I got it, and I had to sit and not oh, play it for like three days. That sucks. But I was so freaking excited that about the game. That sucks so hard. But what was so cool is that I had, I had back then, you had the instruction, you had the booklet that came with the game, so I could just sit and like pour over the booklet, so I at least had like something to do. Yeah. And that was cool. Like games don't have those anymore. Right. But that was a lot of fun. What about you? Um... I'm going to say the the best one and the one I've got the most time out of are kind of... So I've gotten the most time. Actually, I may not have gotten the most time, but um, Blair and I's first Christmas, she got me Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Which was... Had, yeah, that was fantastic. Oh, yeah, I, yeah that's been, one of those. I wasted so much of my life playing that. But <laughs> I, think games the, ever. I think the best one I got, my dad got me, um, and I didn't expect it at all. Um, he got me Warcraft 2 with the expansion. 
Uh, I don't know. A long time back. Oh, yeah. PC? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'd, I'd just gotten a laptop. You installed on DOS? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I had a... Ooh, that laptop was Windows ME. Oh, so it crashed ME. half the time, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, it was some good times. I played the living crap out of that oh, game. Oh, yeah. Did you use the cheat code? No. I mean, I did, I did every now and then when I just wanted yeah, to... You when you got go bored, insane. To, yeah. yeah. No, we actually, that, when you started, that was one of the first things we did in the office when we stayed late. We yeah. installed Warcraft 2 and played Emulator, it. yeah, we played, we, yeah, we played like a LAN. Yeah, it took like <laughs> 20 minutes to get IPX to work over the network, but. <laughs> so true. Uh, yeah, that was fun. All right, we're going to move on to our last topic. Yeah, yeah, Tech so, stuff. So we had, we previously talked about it in, another, in a previous episode, but Brad got an Apple Watch in September, October? Yeah. Uh, no, fall break, October. Yeah, October. When you went to New York, you bought yep. it in New York City. But in New York, because the sales tax was cheaper. Yeah. New York City. Uh, which is uh, it was ironic. It was uh, white something. I don't know. White, it wasn't White Plains, but uh, it was some small town outside New York City. Yeah. That's anyway, where it was. You got an Apple Watch then. I bought one last night. Woo-hoo! So Brad and I, early Christmas presents to myself. So those are our Christmas presents to ourselves this year. Well, that and your Xbox One. <laughs> one X. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. Anyway, we both have Apple Watches now. Series 4. Uh, I'm looking at mine, and of course, I just thought I activated Siri. I didn't. That's uh, the thing. Mine keeps trying to do that. Yeah. Anyway, I've only had this little bastard for, like, barely over 24 hours, but I really like it. Uh, Favorite feature? Oh, gosh. Uh, I was texting my wife tonight talking about it. I really dig the health monitoring aspect of it. Oh, cool. Trying to be healthier. New Year's resolution coming right around the corner. I'm down like 45 pounds since last year. Uh, just trying to be healthier. So I love the, I, I, you and I both, me more than you, work at a job where we sit at a desk. We're in IT. Right. So we sit at a computer all the time. So I love the, hey, you should stand up. Because we all know that sitting is terrible for long periods of time. Love that we know that now when we spend our entire teenage years sitting down in front <laughs> of a gaming system for 12 hours a day. Uh, I still went outside. It was a different time. Yeah, we rode our bikes. We actually, we I didn't did. have a bike. We didn't have I had social, to skate everywhere. We didn't have social networks back then. Our social network was our neighbors. Yeah. And we stayed out till the sun went down, and then our mom said, you have to be back at sunset. At no, we played in the dark. Was we that? Just, we just played in the dark. Yeah, I did too. I, I had to put my bike up at night. Oh, like gotcha. Once the sun went down and it was dark because cars couldn't see a bike, I had to put my bike up, but I could still play with my friends as long as we were like under a street light. Like, oh, okay. At least nobody could, you know, or, or we could play in the yard. Anyway, digression. Uh, so I love the health, health monitoring. I love when it tells me to stand up, uh, check in like steps and all that good stuff. Don't have to worry about having my phone on me all the time. Uh, all right. Even today, just my first day with it, I noticed like working in the office, I'd be like, Ooh, yeah, I need to stand up and I'd go take a lap around the floor that I'm on, you know, or just stuff like that. So I, I do like that portion of it. Least favorite feature. Ugh. Uh, probably. And I know this is completely unrealistic that I can't just keep it on 24 hours a day. <laughs> Like, that I have to charge it. Because, honestly, like, I, I think it would be interesting to track my sleep with it. Yeah. Just to see. I mean, my Fitbit could, and it would stay charged for, like, three days. But right. it's Sorry, not doing... My Fitbit was not doing nearly as much, so the battery would last longer. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's the only feature. I mean, I think that's so far the only thing I don't really... Oh, I do wish there was customized more watch faces. Yeah. Like, I, I do love... I mean, Apple does have quite a few watch faces. I do wish they would open it up third party, because we were just 
Brad and I were lamenting when we were at the mall tonight and going to all these stores looking at all these like video games and like you know be cool to have like Star Wars watch faces and you know every intellectual yeah. property that you love it'd be cool if they did open it up to third party it'd be cool I, I mean because I know you would have a Preds one oh yeah I'd have yeah, a Preds have one an for NHL. one day I'd have a Vegas one for another day I'd have a yeah. Go Big Blue for basketball games. It seems like a no-brainer to me. I mean, that's yeah. got to be coming down the down the pipe, right? It's probably because it's so hard to... Quality, the way quality they have control. it built is quality control and having to actually code it. I, I think it's quality control more than anything with Apple, but I could see them opening it up in a limited fashion. In the very last iteration of the watch, before they kill it, they'll open it up. <laughs> Come on, this thing isn't the Newton. <laughs> it's going to be around for a while. It's not the Pippin? <laughs> I, I the Pippin. <laughs> no, I, I really like it. Uh, I love having. Uh, this is a, a shameless plug. Not really a shameless plug. I love having Carrot Weather on it. Yeah, just being able to see the weather all the time. Carrot Weather, if y'all don't know, is is an app for iPhone, iPad, and Apple Watch. Uh, I think it's actually even available on the Mac, but uh, costs money. It is, but it's uh, AI. Uh, it's it's this fictitious AI called Carrot that. They have weather. They have a fitness app. They have a to do list app. Anyway, and it it hates its pre. It hates humans. Calls humans meat bags. So anyway, it just has a lot of personality. It's this awesome weather app that will tell you weather, and you can set how extreme you want it to be. But uh, if you set it to extreme, like Brad and I have, I think it's actually called overkill in the settings. Mm-hmm. So it's overkill. It'll swear. It drops f bombs at you. It'll be like it's fucking cloudy outside. Meat bag. <laughs> it, just anyway, we're gonna save that segment for later. Um, we're gonna have our favorite things that that carrot weather has told us but i love having it on my watch where i can see i don't have to worry about anyone else hearing it because i i mute my watch when i'm at work but i can look at it and get a nice little chuckle when i see that it you know uh i don't even remember what all i could come up with but it it comes up with this you know quip that is super not safe for work and i can just (laughs) see it on my watch and don't have to worry about it being on my computer or anybody else seeing it and i can just have a little chuckle to myself pretty good yeah that's not bad uh anything else you want to throw in before we walk out of here no, I think that's it. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah. Merry Christmas Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. In this moment, I feel very much like the NPR ladies on SNL. <laughs> I don't know why. Because <laughs> we, so we got all serious. go and get yourself some sweaty balls. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think it's because we like got all serious at the end. It's like, yeah. Okay, we're, we're done now. Let's let's rein it in and get our, our outro done until we can be done. We're up, we're up against time limit. Uh, all right. Yeah. Anyway. So, Merry uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. Whatever thanks, you celebrate. Uh, thanks, Brad. All hope right. you're hope you're safe. Uh, hope you enjoy it with your friends and your family. Uh, hit up our website, businesscasualnerd.com. Hit us up on Twitter at biz, biz. casual nerd. Uh, if you're listening, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. We would love it. And oh, uh, thanks, Jim, because Jim gave hey. us feedback last time. Oh we yeah, saw, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks Jim, Jim, to our for, uh, my former coworker, Brad's current coworker, Jim. Uh, I think I actually affectionately referred to him in the Walking Dead episode as Morgan because <laughs> he is our. Uh, I, I don't know what exact form of of uh, martial jiu-jitsu. arts is it. Jujitsu that he jujitsu. Okay. Shame on me for not knowing that, Jim. I apologize in the uh, explicit form of martial arts that you practice. Uh, but Brad just corrected me, Jujitsu, or informed me rather. If I'm uh, wrong, he's going to kick my ass. Yeah, Taekwondo, karate, whatever. Uh, with his hands and feet, he could whip your ass and kill you. Uh, <laughs> so whatever you want to call that, he's a badass at it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, he's a he's a great guy, and he gave us some good feedback on the podcast, and I think we'll have him on at some point because he's a fellow Walking Dead fan. Uh, but anyway, 
uh, we love to shout out anyone that we just know is listening. Just a fellow fan and, of most everything we talk about. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, that is, that's definitely true. Music. So, again, shows. if uh, uh, if you really want that acclaim from two nerds that make a podcast that has less than a dozen listeners, uh, <laughs> we will be happy to give you credit and shout you out if you give us some feedback, if you review the podcast. So, yeah, uh, this is a nice segue into... Uh, Give you know us what? A, if you get us another dozen listeners yourself, I will let you write the shout out that we give you. Oh, wow. Bold statement. I will just that. state what you write. Yeah. As long as it doesn't like mean that some guy's going to beat my ass in a parking lot. Oh, that's oh, okay. That's weird. Kick my ass in a parking lot. <laughs> okay. As long as some guy's not going to kick my ass in a parking lot, <laughs> you can write your. You can write your, your shout out. Um, that Yeah. Or you could choose not to have us. Uh, you could write it and just have us come up with something off the cuff because you know what? That might be more entertaining because yep. Brad and I are idiots. So yeah, this is a good segue into if you listen on iTunes or our Google Play or whatever you listen to. Uh, you know, if you could be so kind as to rate the podcast, give it a star. If you want to leave a comment, uh, a review, we would love that. We'll give you a shout out, uh, even if it's bad. We'll give you a shout out um, because any feedback is good feedback as long as it's constructive. Yeah, we'll take constructive criticism. Absolutely. If you hate us, uh, just tell us why at least. <laughs> tell us why we suck. You know, be more constructive asshole. with your feedback. So yeah, so anywhere you can listen to podcasts, my personal favorite on iOS is Overcast. I'll give a shout out, but I know there's a billion options out there. So uh, we appreciate anybody that's listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Just FYI, probably won't be until after the first of the year because we're going to take a little holiday break, just like you should, and uh, we'll see you soon. See ya. Bye. I'm gonna call it a night. Alright. But dude, it's cold outside. Yeah, what's your point? But dude, it's cold outside. I've got a jacket. And why are you singing? Been hoping that you'd drop in. I mean, I did, didn't I? I'll hold your hands just like I. It's a little bit weird, mate. Seriously, what's your hurry? I mean, nothing. I just, I just gotta get Listen home. Listen to the fireplace roar. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. Seriously, please don't hurt. Alright, stop singing and I'll have one more. Put some records on while I pour. Alright, Zeppelin, Dylan. Dude, it's bad out there. I know. No cabs to be had out there. I live two minutes around the corner. Your eyes are like starlight now. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. Swell? I think you've had a few too Mind many. Mind if I move in closer? Whoa, hold up. What's the sense of hurting my pride? What are you talking about? Pride? Oh, dude, don't hold out. It's cold outside. <laughs> Right, mate, I'm off. But dude, it's cold outside. You are starting to repeat yourself. But dude, it's cold outside. Yes, you've already said that. How lucky that you dropped in. <laughs> you serious? Look out the window at that star. Yeah, I have eyes. And you're still singing. Gosh, your lips look delicious. Oh, I seriously, fuck off. Waves upon a tropical shore. Uh, I need to get out of here. Ooh, your lips are delicious. Oh, and you've tasted them, have you? 
Never such a blizzard before. I've seen worse. But dude, you'll freeze out there. I've got a jacket and you're still singing. It's up to your knees out there. And I've got winter boots as well, alright? I'm thrilled when you touch my hand. I have never done that. How can you do this thing to me? Do you need a cold shower? Think of my lifelong sorrow. No! If you caught pneumonia and died, uh, it's unlikely. Get over that hold up, oh, dude. Off. It's cold. Dude, it's cold outside.